everybody, this is Chris Rafalius from the band Punchline. And this is Steve Sabosley from Punchline. And you're listening to We Podcast and We Know Things. It's a great podcast. Well, hello everybody and welcome to episode 151 of We Podcast and We Know Things, where we recap all of the week's nerdy news. My name is Greg Hall and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Samuel Matoro. I absolutely love that you live so close. You have no idea. <laughs> it's our second episode at the new studio. Oh. Um, and like we said last week, if, and you I'm missed, loving it. if you missed 150, go back and check it out uh, because it was a big special episode for us. But it was the first time we we're recording in this new studio where Sam no longer has to venture into the suburbs of Philadelphia. He can drive around uh. the corner to get to my house. Dude, It's I, I can't even tell you how good it feels. Like Words don't even... Come Yet I still only see him once a week, and we live. That's not true. We played soccer last Friday morning. I was, go- and here I was, just shocked <laughs> that he just said that, because I-, I get this message at what eight a.m. before that, and I go, and he you know says what? that and I sent a message to thirty-seven anymore. people at seven thirty on a Friday morning when most people have work, which I understand, saying, "Hey, I'm going to the fields. I want to play soccer, expecting I'm going to be alone." But of the thirty-seven people. Who comes Who through? Who behold comes through? Twenty minutes late, <laughs> but I made it. <laughs> Yo, I, got, I got four dogs. It's yeah, tough I, over I there. I feel you. I feel you. But dude, it was really cool that you came out. Ah, and it was soccer. good. I was fun. And I we think played a little my basketball. Legs are still hurting. I ain't yeah. gonna lie. Yeah, yeah. we played a little basketball after that. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was actually. It was. I, I did better than than I expected. Dude, one of your first shots, swish on the three. Oh, no, it was your first shot. You swished a three. Your yeah, first I shot. I did feel good. And it's all downhill. Yep. Plain and simple. Uh, again, though, it's it's so cool to be around the corner and have this awesome studio. We can even be a little louder. Oh, but sadly, I have to work tomorrow, so I will not. Me too. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Works out. I'm back to my normal schedule. I was only a schlep for one week uh, and uh, took off. It happens. Um, but yeah, I uh, I actually spent the last two nights, including tonight. I was actually there 10 minutes before you got here. I was up in Horsham. Oh, well, thank uh, God. I old, uh, Actually, I was running late, so at the thank old God pl- it worked. At the old place, I was up there. I was cleaning it out, which is super weird because we have three years of podcast memories. I got married in that house. Not in the house, but that's the house we lived in when we the got other married. House. <laughs> um, and, the, and then we started a family in that house. Yeah. You know? So it's like that house is a lot of memories for us. We were there just, yeah, just four the parties, years. The barbecues out back, the hangouts. Yeah, the, yeah. the beer Gaming. Olympics, yeah. the, everything, man. There was a, every, almost every memory we have. Yeah, is at that house. So to like be in there when it's completely empty. It's like now, like I'm nowhere near McGurk's, and it's like, <laughs> God damn it, I haven't been a minute. <laughs> yeah, now you're never gonna have cheesesteak egg rolls again. No, well, actually, uh, those ones. Beef, those are not bad. Yeah, those cheesesteak egg rolls. McGurk's has a special brand of awesome, and their cheesesteak egg rolls. <laughs> it's the ketchup. You just put sriracha in Heinz, and you got the sauce. Yeah, I make it all the time. In. But uh, it's you know what though. Um, it's weird. It was weird to be up there when the house was empty, and I like looked around. And for a second there, I got caught. Like I'm not a nostalgia guy when it comes to that. Yeah. Like I can walk away from that house and never walk through again. Yeah. Like like our apartment. We oh yeah, engaged, yeah, yeah. When we got engaged in, I could I could piss on that yeah, front door. <laughs> you were you were running out. Of I I hated that place. You right? didn't like neighbors. I now I I appreciate that we got and I will always love and cherish that we got engaged literally in that in that apartment um, as the big surprise or whatever. Yeah. And that's a great memory. But every other memory. I'm ready to move forward. Of course. So similar now, because now we're in this house, this big, nice, beautiful house, and I'm ready to make new memories. Yes. But it is cool shit to be around the fucking corner for my boy. Of course. And next summer, we have a nice pool. Yeah. (laughs) I 
<laughs> I don't know where Sam got the weed thing. All of a sudden, here I am thinking we were in tea. If you, <laughs> if you want to throw me some money towards the mortgage, oh, listen, we can talk. Jesus. If you want to visit wepodcastandweknowthings.com, it is your one stop shop for everything we podcast and we know things. It's got links to both of our Twitters, uh, which is at Greg Talks A Lot and at Samuel Matoro. It's got links to our Instagram, our Facebook, our store if you want to check it out. Winter's coming. Maybe get yourself a long sleeve shirt, a hoodie, oh, whatever. Can't wait. I'm so hyped for winter. A link. To, uh, me too, man. Especially in this house when it gets cold as hell where we're at right now. I can't wait. Sam has a pink blanket on right now. I it is very manly. Adorable. Right uh, and then also links to our Patreon if you want to help us out monetarily each month. We kick you back some rewards such as at the $5 tier. Uh, you can send us an audio or video question that we will play on the air and answer so your voice can be heard on the pod for thousands to hear. Uh, you can send us an email. We podcast and know things at gmail.com. There's also a link to that in our Instagram. If you just click the email button, you can send us an email. Ask us any nerdy questions there. We will answer them on the air. And lastly, before we dive into the agenda for the show, we want to thank our brethren with the We Pod Squad, the Ion Ryan Show, who just dropped a banger of an episode. Uh, and MRC Tech presents the last podcast who will be coming to you this coming Tuesday uh, with episode nine of his podcast. So looking forward to all of that tonight. However, for episode 151, we got a pretty packed show. It wasn't packed at first, no, Sam, no. but it, it filled up. Yeah, considering we were ready to skip the movie section, so <laughs> it, it definitely got, got big. Yeah, now we have a lot to talk about. We're going to start with trivia. Sam and I are still tied to two, first to 11, <laughs> win by two. Yeah. As a matter of fact, we are t- no, it's two to one Sam all time in the trivia challenge, so I'm trying to catch up to him there, so I'm trying to get to 11 real yeah, bad. So I'm not sweating yet. Uh, we got movies, and then we're going to go to TV. Sam will take over in the gaming space. Space. We have a couple stories in other, other encompasses literally anything else in pop culture or nerdy news, which is where our top three is going to be housed tonight. It's a different one, yes. and it's a doozy. I would highly recommend sticking around for our top three, because yeah. I would say it's quite wild, and yeah. I had a lot of fun putting yeah, it together. it was good. And then we got our picks of the week, and we'll get out of here. So we'll start it off with the trivia, 2-2, two to two, first to 11, win by two, start us off. So I just rewatched Iron Man 1, 2, and 3, still hate 3, it's not good. He has asked me an Iron Man question not so long ago, so I hope it's not the same. Oh my, did I? Yes. Not so long ago, like two, three months. What movie was it? Three, I think. Uh, okay, thank you. No, God. no, it was which one was the highest grossing? Oh, good. That, I'm good there. But, okay. In Iron Man 1, mm. what fast food chain did Tony get his cheeseburger Burger after? Came. Correct. Good job, my friend. Thank you. That's why I said it was either going to be the easiest or you were screwed. Burger King, baby. Um... For you, and I texted you this morning. Yeah, so I tell him I'm giving him the easiest. Yo, I'm giving you the no, hardest no, no, question bullshit, I ever sent. Bullshit. You Truth. said I'll send you. I'll take a snap. It's either, you said it's either easy or you have no clue. That's what you said. But well, you legit said, okay, I'm sending you the hardest shit I ever thought. But of. I also told you what categories it's not, so you can brush up on your skills. Yes, let me re- research everything. Well, I said it's not gaming, not comics, not TV. So which leaves music or. Uh, movies yeah figure but so uh, it's food great <laughs> what state was the first ever wendy's located in kentucky not one of my answers <laughs> but i like where your head's at it's not too far yeah. away from kentucky it is ohio half a point if you can tell me the city <sighs> nope literally name a city if you get it wrong there's no downside yeah where was I? Easton. Easton, Ohio? Uh, no, Columbus. 
very major Columbus, city. Where I just was at Columbus. Yeah, very major city. Pitch. The answers were California, Ohio, Georgia, or South Carolina. I threw Georgia in there because I figured you'd probably have gone there. If that you, was see, one of the when you said that, I, th- I thought a cartel. I was like, huh, no, I don't think it would be there. <laughs> I hand to God when you said Georgia. At the end, it would have been either B or D. I did warn Sam this morning. I said, your your question's hard as shit. I've been on a string lately where I've been asking you a lot of questions about years. Yeah. What year did this yeah. happen? What year was this? What yeah. year was that? And I was like, and I started my question off today with what year? And I deleted it. And I was like, no more yeah. years for a well, while. And that's kind of why I saw this little thing. I was like, Burger King. I was like, I don't know if I would have known that. So just so three to two me taking the lead. It only took six months. That's good. <laughs> so I we, think I play better when we, I'm losing. We have a, a butt ton, a butt ton of reviews today. And we're going to start off in the movie space today. And for the first film on our docket, we have a beautiful day in the neighborhood, which oh. you might say, we just got a Mr. Rogers movie not too long ago last year. As a matter of fact, uh, well, uh, Won't You Be My Neighbor, one of my favorite yep. movies of the year. Still have to see that. I'm slacking. I've seen it three times already. One of the best documentaries I've seen in a long, long, long time. Love every second of it. This, however, is not that. This is not a documentary. This is an actual biopic starring Tom Hanks. Everything he says is a no, stitch. It's, 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 it's going to be great. It, the trailer I was already in. A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood is not what you expect from a Mr. Rogers story. There's been a hunger to uncover more about the sweatered man. The critical and box office success of 2018's Won't You Be My Neighbor proves that. But where Won't You Be My Neighbor breaks down the principles of Rogers, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood showcases the effects of those principles on one man. Personable, emotional, and packed with humor, this film and the spirit of Rogers holds onto your heart and refuses to let go. 9 out of 10. 8.5! That was good. No, I'm just glad to hear it was good. Like I, it, To me, it would be odd if they said, it sucked! Yeah. Tom Hanks was horrible! Our reviews are uh, always courtesy of IGN. That is actually the only movie review we have some in the in the TV section and a lot. A shit ton in the, in game. the game. Again, dude. Yeah. Lots of games coming out. This is the time of the year yeah, for games. It's, it's games game time. It's a second. It's a holiday thing. But uh, we talk about um, reboots a lot on this show and we're getting another one. But this one I don't think anybody expected. Face Off is getting a remake. Not a reboot. A remake with a new cast. I mean, not Travolta, not Cage. You're I, pissed. I, I actually love this movie, even even when they're on the boat scenes, and you can clearly see it's the stunt doubles. Like it's com- it's not them at <laughs> Wigs all. Wigs and all, yeah. But it, it it was. I really love this movie, and for a remake, depending on the cast, I could see it being good. Speaking of horrible stunt doubles, I recently have been like on this '90s nostalgia trip of like watching movies when I was a kid because I'm back in the neighborhood I grew up yeah. in. So I've watched Good Burger, Little Rascals. I really just watched Good Burger, and I was like, oh my god, it's worse than I thought. Oh, I thought it was no, better no, than no, I thought. No, it was, it was good, though, but uh, it's, I mean, it's a bad movie, but it, it's Totally, good. yeah. It's good. My name's Kurt. I'm Ed. I'm aware. I thought you said you were Kurt. <laughs> good Burger, Little Rascals, Little Giants, yeah. um, at oh, Drop wow. Dead Fred, wow. and all three Mighty Ducks movies. And if you want some bad stunt doubles... The Mighty Ducks movies really? are the worst. Really? They I, are the, I, it's, I was going to say, it's been years since I've seen Charlie them. is roughly 5'7", five, 5'8", five, in the movie, but his stunt double is 6'5". <laughs> Easy, dude. The <laughs> worst wig you'd ever see. It's terrible. They're all on demand if you want to check them out. But yeah, anyway, back to Face Off. Um, what what are we, should we expect from this? Are we expecting a shot-for-shot shot remake? Or are we expecting that same no, world? No. I, I what think, do you got? I just think you just have to get two actors that are going to be good at playing each other. You just had Travolta's Cage. Cage is Travolta. I just thought it was Lohan great. and – what the hell's her name? Uh, the chick from Halloween. I can't remember. 
I just watched mm-hmm. the I just watched the new Halloween. I didn't, I didn't even see that. Yet. That I'm sucked. Talking. Did it? It sucked. Oh, you did. That shocked balls. me because I heard it was really good. It sucked. It was the worst Halloween. It was so bad. I, I hated it, and I and I watched it legitimate. I thought it was shit. Damn, right. it wasn't scary, and it was just shit. Like it kills people. I'm for going no to see reason. it too on Sunday, mm-hmm. and I heard it was is good. Jodie Foster. No, well, it too is. I was no, no. I'm oh, thinking yeah. of Halloween. I can't yeah. think of it. Is it Jodie Foster? No, it's not Jodie Foster. I can't. Jamie Lee Curtis. Thank you. Yeah. But it too. I was thinking Freaky Friday. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, come each yeah. other. Like I heard that was good. And then I heard people said it sucked. I said someone said it was a comedy. I was like, what? I was like, it too. I heard it relies. Clown ain't no comedy. I heard it relies a lot on jump scares. I heard. Um, I'm the worst. I heard uh, that it's not very good. It's not as good as the first one. But Bill Hader does an excellent yeah, job. Well, I, I I expect that. Like I just seen him on interviews. He would do the face up. Oh, nope, dude, can't look. Second at the highest same. grossing horror f- opening ever behind the original. It well, not the original. Last year's it or two years ago's it. Well, I know. Well, not overall. Yeah, and the horror. The highest grossing horror films oh, of all horror. time. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It was the top one, and now it too is the second highest opening. And it's, I, listen, right, rightfully you're, so. You're probably going to dig it Crazy because it's times. all effed up clown shit. And I know that's I, right I up hate, your alley. I hate clowns. Why are you seeing it? I, it's like it helps I don't me get under- over this horror. <laughs> I really <laughs> okay. like the first one. Like the first one was really good. I didn't really get, like, you know, I was cool. Hey, another home run. And we're finally in the lead. There you go. We, we don't even look, and there's two homers, and we got the Phillies on the iPad. We got Thursday night football on the friggin' TV. We obviously are recording Thursday night, September 12th, my friend. And another reboot, right? Another reboot. But this one, completely out of left field. If you thought Face Off was out of right field, this one's out of left. These two movies, if you could have gun to my head and said you got a thousand guesses on what movies are going to re- be rebooted, I would never say Face Off, and I sure as shit would never say Tank Girl. Margot Robbie is rebooting Tank Girl. Do you remember that uh-huh. movie? See, I don't remember the movie at all. It was a 90s psych... I'm going to pull it up I on IMDb. I thought it was based off the comic. It, it is, but I'll, I'll... So it's like she lives in her tank or... I will... Sh- here, listen. It's it 1995. Some, I never read the comic where the old saw the movie. It's 1995. It was Lori Petty as Tank Girl. She plays um, Kit in A League of Their Own. Okay. And she's like, oh, you don't watch Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. But Ice-T is in it. Naomi Watts oh, is in it. Wow. Don Harvey. Jeff Kober. Uh, I'm trying to think of other people that you know. Malcolm McDowell's in it. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Cusack, Iggy Pop. Like, it's an oh, insane it's... flick. It's only got a five out of three on 28,486 ratings on IMDb. Um, but yes, it, you're right. It's a dystopian Earth riding in her war tank. She fights against yeah. the mega corporation. I mean, like, that, I mean, I'll probably see it. I well, just never saw that. Well, now I'm interested to go back and see the original. Listen, Margot Robbie, phenomenal actress. But apparently the way this even came out and was announced was the co-creator of the original Tank Girl film uh, got wind of it and blew it up on Twitter saying, they're remaking it, Margot Robbie's company has bought the rights to it, and I'm not even a part of it. I'm like, get over yourself. Yeah. Oh, that, if that, you were a good sucks. writer, well, but they're... if you were a good writer, you'd still be writing. You wouldn't have to bank off your old shit. Yeah, good luck to... Ah, that just sucks just to blow out their shit like that. I don't think that's a bad thing. I... Listen, Could it's in good. good hands. I'm not worried about it. Colin Trevorrow, who directed 2015's Jurassic World and co-wrote the sequel Fallen Kingdom, my worst movie of 2018, hey. yep. directed an eight-minute short called Battle at Big Rock, and that's actually coming to FX this Sunday, the 15th, and it is in the Jurassic world universe if you didn't know what that was you sent me a little teaser yeah. thing on eight it too. minutes short i'm in 100 percent. i absolutely hated the, the last one i thought it was absolute garbage like Funking i sucked. didn't even I, I won't buy it because i thought it was that bad but i want to see maybe he tries to redeem what 
But he didn't. I don't think he he didn't direct the last last one. No, he directed the original and he co-wrote the the Fallen Kingdom. Which, which it still hurts because you had part of it and that still hurt me. So you know, but <laughs> it's besides that, I still want to see the eight minutes. Yeah, I listen. I'm interested because it's. I love the Jurassic Park. Of course, of world. Course. That whole thing is amazing to me. And they had a couple hiccups. Like when you look at Lost World, that's like a so bad it's good. Yeah. When you look at Jurassic Park two or Jurassic Park three, it's so bad it's good. Fallen it's Kingdom, Macy. right? Fallen, Fallen Kingdom though was just a piece of shit. Yeah. Now the ending, it's kind of basically the same thing as setting up Lost World. It's setting up that they're going to come to us yeah, now, of and course. that that Which has they promise. set up before, yeah. right? And that has yeah. promise. Um, but I think that this, I think I read that this takes place after Fallen Kingdom and will bridge the two films, okay. Fallen Kingdom okay. and the third one. Okay. So it'll be that eight minute bridge. That way we're not going in cold. I also would like them to, and I don't think they will, but I would like them to air this uh, do, like before the previews of the third one. Just so if people show up early or missed it. That would be Because not cool. everybody has yeah, FX. True. Not a lot of people even have cable anymore. Yeah, so like if you miss 45? it. 45? What? FX. Channel? Yeah. I don't fucking I don't, know. Exactly. I just, I have the talking remote, so I just go FX and it just comes on. <laughs> Privileged. So. Okay, go. Privileged. Work points. <laughs> Which I don't get anymore. I'm not eligible. Uh, there has been a drama around Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't really have a dog in the fight. I don't give a shit. But uh, Joker has now come into this Rotten Tomatoes drama where one particular – it happened with a couple different uh, critics. But yeah. one particular critic scored it a 3 out of 5, yep. which is a rotten rating technically. However, he also scored Spider-Man Far From Home a 3 stars out of 5. But and that fresh. was given a fresh yeah. rating. What are your thoughts on this whole Rotten Tomatoes drama – and Rotten Tomatoes in general. I mean, I still think it's all a little political. I think, you know. You think there's that Marvel bias? I, I think there's something going on. You know, there's stuff Marvel's that we don't know. slipping them a 20 what, under the whatever, table. Whatever goes on behind the scenes, whoever's paid, whatever. Dude, you have the same grade. It, it, give it the same thing you did before. Maybe just to stir up some controversy. But hey, this is bringing more attention to the Joker. So this could be a good thing. It's like, oh, now I got to see this movie now. Because it's supposed to be fresh. It's not. It's not. It is. It's getting ten out of tens yeah. mostly everywhere. Go see it for yourself. That's what I think. I even I even tweeted something, and I never freaking tweet. I know. Just go you're... see this movie, and just form your own opinion. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And is that your overall thought on Rotten Tomatoes in general? Like, it's a good. No, it's a good guide. I, mean, I but... guess it's a guide, but they're not. We all know comedy. They ain't right. Horror. They're not right. Acting. Sometimes they get it, but sometimes they don't. Yeah. Most horror movies are shit on the rating scale. A lot of comedies are shit on the rating scale. Like, okay, guys. One of my favorite movies is Gone in 60 Seconds. Mm-hmm. I think it has a 27 or 38% or maybe 42 on Rotten Tomatoes. So it's obviously rotten, but I love it. It's one of my favorites. So for that right there, I will go see any movie that I think looks good or that I want to see, I'm going to see. Let's just remind the public that The Room, my now fourth yeah, yeah. favorite film yeah. of all time, has a higher Rotten Tomato score than Batman versus Superman Dawn of Justice. Yeah. Let's just remind yeah. everybody yeah. of that and then... That'll tell you all you need to know about Rotten Tomatoes. If you choose to use it as a guide, fine. Where I find Rotten Tomatoes to be semi-helpful is when Ashley and I are looking for a movie to watch and we're scrolling through the shit on demand and we're just kind of like, if I didn't, I I mean, we know most movies that come out nowadays, it's the privileges and perks of having a podcast about it. 
But if we're just scrolling through on demand and we're let's check out some shitty horror movies that we want to watch or whatever, it's Halloween season, and we're going through and we see that Comcast has the little Rotten Tomato score at the bottom. Yeah. The audience and the critic. So maybe we're like, oh, it got a low rating. You see that number and it's oh let me just let's keep, keep going. Yeah. Or or hey, listen, it's got a shitty rating, but I heard good things. Let's kind of check it out and see if we yeah. disagree. Yeah. So I mean it can be a decent guide for that. But overall, I think Sam, you now that on the head. Go formulate your own opinion. Yeah, Just it. go watch Plain the film simple. yourself. And then, you know, too many people. It, I trust reviews for Amazon products that I'm about to buy, appliances, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, I, yeah, I trust reviews. Yeah. Movies. Go watch it. Yeah. Artist objective. Pay it's the that money. Simple. If you don't want to pay the money, just wait for it to come to cable. Yeah. There's the website. <laughs> Artist objective. Don't let somebody else influence yeah, your exactly, opinion exactly. on somebody else's art. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Uh, Venom 2 is reportedly beginning production on November 25th, but in my opinion, it's slated to come out October 20th, 2020 for a AAA, pretty major release of a Sony Marvel uh, film. Fast. 11 months seems short. No, considering all the... <laughs> All the graphic work they have to do, especially for Venom, and the, if they have all if they of have it, Car- <laughs> he exactly. is all CG. Exactly. So, and if Carnage makes his appearance, unless they've been secretly doing it behind that, no one knows. I mean, of course, they're trying to fast track it after the huge success Spider Man just was, and they'll keep riding that gravy. Let's train. not forget that they have the assets. Yeah. Right. They have the Venom asset already. Yeah. He's going to look damn near similar to what just he did make in the him first look a little film. bit better. But you can make him a little better. Carnage, they probably had. Some assets because they didn't know if they were going to show them or not. If they just wanted to show Woody, and yeah. they, you know, they kind of made that. So they probably have most of that built already. They already have the world built, and they know how to do a lot of the effects from the first one, where he twists his limbs and all that. So they have those assets. But eleven months to turn around a large scale movie or, is very quick to me. Or this is the only time they could get Woody. This is the only time he's open. He's probably booked for the next year or something. That this is their only little window to do, and they can't wait till twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two to film it. He's a busy man. I don't know. That just seems like 11 months. It's up. Hey, so if it gets delayed, we're not surprised. Yeah. J.J. Abrams hits hits it big with an exclusive deal with Warner. Uh, We heard a lot of things uh, about him. But filmmaker J.J. Abrams, this is from Newsorama.com, has struck a new partnership between his production company, Bad Robot, and Warner Media to bring his slate of original TV and film under one studio. This is according to The Hollywood Reporter, where Newsorama got their source. Under the new deal, which reportedly amounts to an approximate $250 million Jeez. baseline payout for Bad Robot, not directly in Abrams' pocket. Yeah. That's to the company. Yeah. Uh, it is described as an exclusive deal that runs through 2024. Despite this contract, Abrams will finish out his prior engagements with Disney, Lucasfilm, and Paramount. Oh, what this says to me is, remember, Warner is throwing together HBO Max, yeah. which is their own streaming service. He is now going to head a lot of projects oh, that come yes, to HBO is. Max. That's what that says to me. Is his Max company, is and I'm sure he got a nice chunk of chance to hear... Do yeah. what you want for TV and movies, we'll take it. Like, Disney Plus is nailing every single yeah. announcement they make. Everybody's going to get that service. It's it went from, like, oh, my God, it's too many services to what do I have to cancel or what do I have to do to get Disney Plus? And now you have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, so you still have the main three. And then Disney Plus is probably going to – I would not be surprised if it beats it all, and including Netflix, which would they be got so, pretty crazy. And but, the, the news that we're going to hit so soon is great. Right. You have Apple, which we'll talk about in a minute. 
Now you have Warner, you have HBO Max, and it used to be, let me cut cable and get all these subscription services to save money, but now it's pretty much adding up to what you paid for cable. Well, I mean, no. Yes, it, because people still have internet. You forget that it's all packaged in. TV's well, only about you know, 120. Well, that's what you really have to kind of think about, uh, what's your Wi-Fi service, or how do you... you know, so you probably do. might do, have do, to up your do, internet. Do you have a home phone? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like you have to think about them things. Because everyone just uses their cell phone. Do you now. sacrifice your home security to get HBO Max? It's only our safety. We're fine. Come let's on. let's go into the box office. The box office for this past week, uh, we know it it to top the box of office because we just said it was the highest grossing horror film. Uh, well, I shouldn't make that assumption because there are other non horror films. However, in the top ten. Number 10, staying at number 10 at $2.1 million is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Number 9, staying in the top 10, falling from number 7. Great to see this still in the top 10. Uh, $2.2, $2.3 million is Scary Stories to Tell in dark, uh, in the Dark. Number 8, falling from number 5. Not familiar with this one. 2.3 is Ready or Not. Here I come. I don't know. Fair enough. Number 7, up from number 11, rising like a phoenix from the ashes. Dora and the Lost City wow. of Gold at two point three four wow. five million dollars. Uh, hey, still not beating needed. Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, dude. Still not beating it. However, it rose four spots. Still waiting for my dollar. Are you ready way. for this? How crazy is this? The dollar still waiting. It will be PayPal uh, with the one percent fee. Still waiting because <laughs> you're not my friend. Send it friends and family. You're not my friend or a family, you, or else you wouldn't charge me my dollar. You let me keep it out of sympathy. When you make a manly <laughs> bet on a podcast, that's. How crazy is this? It goes up from number 11 to number 7 and still lost 43% of its viewership for the week. It still went down 42.8% domestically. That I think that means it got a worldwide release somewhere. And that's where they got a little pop. Yeah, something like that. Come on, China. Number six, staying at number six, I don't know this one either. A 3.7 is Overcomer. Not sure of that one. Number five, falling from number four at $3.8 million, a 41.1% decrease as Fast and the Furious presents Hobbs and they, Shaw. They made it over $700 million. They did good. Four, falling from number three, $4.3 million is The Lion King. Number three, no, me too. Number three, falling from number two at four, uh, five point four million dollars. Great to see this is still hanging strong and was number two last week. Was Good Boys. I want to see that movie very badly with the kids. It's basically oh, yeah. super bad with kids. It's all fucking dick jokes and shit it's rated r i'm looking forward to it seth rogan yeah i'll just receive the trailer again yeah it's it looks I can't, really I can't funny think of what you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of real life south park it's four kids about that age telling dick jokes i mean yeah. like I'm, I'm in for that but that's yeah. definitely like a dvd yeah, yeah. or cable hey, rushing out for that number two falling from number one is angel is uh angel has fallen at 5.9 and, and it made money go ahead Gerard butler and number one new to the list at 91 million domestic is it, it chapter it's, two? It, it, the it ninety-one domestic. Let's see. Just do some quick math. Six, eleven, fifteen, nineteen, twenty-three, twenty-five, twenty-seven, thirty, thirty-two. The other nine films only combined to do about thirty-two million. That did ninety-one. Ouch. It damn tripled the other yeah. nine movies in the top Ouch. ten. That's how you know it's a slow time at the box office. Either that or it. It chapter two is just that friggin' Oh, everyone's awesome. like, oh my god, it's almost October. Let's go see it. Yeah. No, that's also true. I mean, we're getting to that point now. Um, now, coming soon, September 13th. So, the week you're listening to this, Hustlers, The Goldfinch, Mono, Freaks, and Haunt. 
still got to see Lion King. I heard a little bit about the Goldfinch being pretty good. Hustlers, the review dropped. I just didn't deem it worthy to put on the podcast no, that's notes fine. That's fine. for this week because we have some stuff yeah, we have a lot. to talk about in the TV section. TV section. Sam, Titan Season 2 has premiered like pretty much out of nowhere. Very fast. Very, very fast. Season 1 started, I think, in December or January. Yeah. So, yeah, like, sounds about right. It's... Within a year, we already have season two. After uh, Doom Patrol, after Young Justice, after Swamp Thing, we're back on the Titan cycle. Season two, episode one. What did you think? Spoiler free. Spoiler free. I just thought it was okay. They were, I think, just kind of cleaning up the mess that was the end of the first season, which was a mess. And they're just kind of tidying up that. Gonna throw that away, and you, you're kind of introduced to a new villain. And you only really get you get a tease of it. Yeah, I believe in like the beginning and at the end. It's like Bad Boys too. Take that, put it in a box with your mama's titties. Yeah, that, that's it. Throw that bitch in the ocean. <laughs> and like that's it. Like it, it, it was it was good to see the characters again. Our girls back. Mika looks great. Hawk and Dove were great. Some some little bit of fighting scenes. Listen, you know, this but... is not a spoiler. Okay, my girl Minka takes heroin. She injects. Well, that was that. Well, that was in a. I know what it was. I, I know, know, but I, I'm, I'm not. I, I'm not trying to be yeah. like that. The the real would be the spoiler. Yeah. I'm not trying to go yeah. there. Yeah. Just it it depressed me yeah. to see always, my favorite cheerleader from the from the Friday Night Lights show. Oh my god, it's it's, Dude, but it's it, a great show. But for, for, for first episode for doing what you did, I think it was okay. It just yeah. got me hyped for what's to come. Okay is probably the best way to describe it. It was about as mediocre as episodes of Titans get, and a lot of the main series episodes of Titans season one were pretty damn mediocre, unfortunately. However. With something that happens at the end to really kick off what season two would be, this to me would almost be the best season one finale. Okay. Minor spoiler, but if they already announced he was going to be there. You see Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, and our our guy in Glenn from Game of Thrones. And I looked at him like, man, I miss you on Game of Thrones. You're my boy, Jor Mormont. <laughs> like that's kind of what I, what I thought of when I saw Jor Mormont as Batman to me. Well, I'm sorry. As Bruce Wayne, yeah, is still something I'm wrapping my head around. No, you still look at him, and I, but he, to me, you only see Jorah. I'm like Jorah. I'm like I, I bow my head like Jorah. <laughs> like it's not good to see you again. <laughs> I thought his death was way too late. That should have happened years ago. It probably should have. Season they, five. They like should have happened. Uh, we have the IGN review. Titan season two's premiere is an extremely messy episode with one half tasked with wrapping up season one Trigon storyline and the other laying the groundwork for a new status quo and new villain. Trigon doesn't find much success with the former, delivering a quick anticlimactic finish to the battle between Raven and her father. But at least the series new direction shows promise. With the new renewed emphasis on the Dick Grayson Jason Todd dynamic and the debuts of Bruce Wayne and spoiler won't say it there's a little reason there's little reason to assume this lackluster premiere is a sign of things to come in season two six oh five eight uh it's, it's okay it's about right right it's very mediocre and I will say I have two minutes left in this episode I had to turn off with two minutes left and and the spoiler that I now know because of this. Well, we, we all saw I that told this you. thing got canceled. I, I, well, I didn't say you, it was him, but I was just like, that's legit the last two minutes. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we know because there was a, a, a casting of it. Yeah, so it's not yeah. like it's yeah, going to really be a spoiler. Not, yeah. But just in case you're listening to us for the first time, I'm not going to be the one to spoil it for you. Um, I just think that this would have been a better season one finale. Season one was so jumbled that why are you letting it bleed into my season two? You're letting me like 
I would have rather this just this half hour, right? The first half hour be tough. Just, just ex- somewhere in season just one. Just extend that last episode. Just half hour, and then start season two. We're about halfway through episode one here, and then boom. If you, if they had that as just one giant episode, I guarantee everyone would be like, okay, yeah. They they kind of yeah. you know they fumbled. I will say they though, fumbled, but the okay. Trigon shit was so rushed. Even though it was oh over the God. whole series or the whole season, my God, and which did they which rush I you know which I believe we both talked about like eight ten podcasts ago. So yeah. we were good. I'm just like, I'm at a point where, you know, you know this, the listeners don't. I canceled my DC Universe mm. subscription. Yeah, there are some reasons for it that weren't necessarily due to the content. Well, Disney kinda, Plus is coming up. I kind of, right, I kind of had to. Um, but, like, that's how little I'm going to miss this show. Uh, is, that, uh, is that mean of me to uh, say? I, I think once he because at Nightwing and... Everyone's going nuts. I think you're like, shit, I got to go back. Can I get Sam's logins? Yeah, I got you. All right, thank you. I appreciate you. There's been another huge announcement in the Game of Thrones realm, and it's not Jorah Mormont being Bruce Wayne. That is already the biggest as it can get. This might not be as big as that. This actually broke right before we went on the air. So we're getting breaking breaking news, baby. Uh, The second Game of Thrones prequel series is reportedly in the works at HBO, according to Deadline. And the Hollywood Reporter. So we're getting two major sources on this. So I'm all in in believing it. I have no reason not to. We actually have the story here. I mean, we knew if they were making four. Right, four or even five. But both outlets are reporting that this new series is close to a pilot order. Written by Colony's co-creator Ryan Condal and produced by Condal and... George R. R. Martin, the potential prequel is based on Martin's fire and blood, which is a history of the Targaryen dynasty. It will be set 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones, which I believe the first prequel is about a thousand years. So this is about 700 years after the first prequel. So these prequels will not be overlapping. The series will reportedly focus on the dominance and decline of House Targaryen. Sold. In. Got me. Can't wait. Let's That's go. It. That's Ready. it. That's Game it. Game of Thrones, I never left you. Um, now, we heard rumors that of the quick, first that's one. That's all they did, Targaryen. In. We heard rumors of the first one being around the White Walkers yeah. and how they come to be. And now this is about the rise and fall of Targaryen. So which one are you more psyched for? No, I think Targaryen, 100%. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't I'm, know. I'm the White Walkers. I you know I want them to win. I, 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 that's no surprise. Like, they were some of my favorite villains in TV. Like, I just hated like, them. I'm almost kind of over them now. Like, after that death, I'm like, all right, that's it. Yeah, because it was so shitty. Like, they're gone. I'm just ready for Targaryen. I'm, I'm still butthurt about that Night King thing. I'm over that. Man, I would just... I'm man, over that. I'm, I'm that's more, the fucking worst episode. More, Have you changed your tune a little bit? No. That you, don't, I, I, that you still like no, that episode? I, I still think it, it was just... It was just. Of course, it, I will never... It was rushed, guys. Come on. Yeah. Don't... I could, I could rip it apart. Like, you know, to my, my favorite... I sure did. <laughs> my favorite guy fucked it up. So I just I just don't agree with that. And But uh, uh, I digress. All right. This is this is pretty cool. I like yeah. this story a lot. Uh, we did an interview oh, on a year and a half. Oh, no. you did. I couldn't make it. Well, you know, we, it's still us. We're, we're a team. We're a team. Uh, now we're a team? I can't have the pool? <laughs> it was actually almost two years ago. It was. It, I think it was released on New Year's of 2017. It was, right, it was, it was close to that. Or 2018. 2018. It was released of New Year's. We released it New Year's Day of 2018, I believe. It was a 15-minute episode with Jonathan Sheck, one of my favorite actors. He is uh, Jimmy from That Thing You Do, the lead singer of The Wonders. He also played Jonah Hex in DC's Legends of Tomorrow. We interviewed him because he had a new film coming out, Day of the Dead Bloodlines, um, really fun horror flick where he plays a zombie. Um, but 
Word on the street is that his character, Jonah Hex, is returning to the Arrowverse for Crisis on Infinite Earths, the crossover coming this December on CW. That's awesome. I, I know you always hear things that like they're working on something in CW. Like, I wouldn't be surprised they throw like a Jonah Hex or something. Kind of just out of left field. Like, like he's, a he's miniseries great. or like a full-blown, so we're getting know, a whole just that, Even if run. you throw it on CW seed, I'd still watch that shit. Like he's great. And they're just bringing everyone and their sister back. Like, this is going to be the best. Like, his mom's coming back. Like, every, everyone's... Who's his mom? Uh, Jonah Hex's mom? No, not uh, his... Um, Arrows? Steve, Steven Amell's. Yeah. I don't know if, if it's right, but I did see her back. Everyone who's dead, like, everyone, you just see everyone appear. Well, there's a spoiler for Arrow. Ah, you'll see it. <laughs> they, know, they know she's been dead. Just, I didn't. Nah, I'm still dead. on episode four of season one. So, I, I mean, I'm way late to that part. Yeah, you so. got four seasons to go. Haley Steinfeld, who was uh, in Pitch Perfect, but she was really good as the little girl in uh, True Grit, the remake. Fucking yeah, yeah, she love was good. Yeah, that she movie. Was good. Uh, she may have been Even cast. I wasn't the biggest fan of the movie, but oh, I love that yeah, movie. Exactly. I like the original, but I loved True Grit, man. So I'm a Western kind of guy. I love uh, no, Western. me too. But I was like, uh, I'd rather see Tombstone. Goodbye. I think that's a little unfair to compare the two. Okay, I'd rather see the one with Christian Bale and Russell Crowe. Yeah, you're pretend to Yuma. That was a good flick. Okay. So I hit you in another West. What else you got? Come on. <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly. You can't. Okay. And I mean, that's a that's a, that's a a classic. We won't touch that so, one. Wild Wild West. I'd rather <laughs> that, jump out that window. That was that, not a Western, just because it has West in it. Um, anything from <laughs> Billy West. <laughs> Futurama. Uh, it may, she may have been cast to play Kate Bishop in the Western Hawkeye series. I'm just no. kidding. It's not a Western. Yeah. I'm just kidding. In the Hawkeye series on Disney+, Plus, that would be a perfect... No, I, th- I think that's great. She, she was, she was even though I was a fan of True Grit, she was good. And, dude, why not? Let's go. Yeah, she I, is, I'd rather you cast someone I don't know rather than someone I know a lot. She's you know doing I mean? her thing now as a as a singer, as an, as an artist. Of course. In that realm, too. Uh, she was obviously, Double like I said, bit. starred in Pitch Perfect. Uh, I think the t- second and third one. I don't think she was in the first one. I'm not 100% on that. But sh- to me, she's perfect age. She's the perfect... Or can, you know, or can act a little younger and can be the perfect age. She's got... Uh, charisma. She's got chops. I think she's really good. So, uh, yeah, give me Haley Steinfeld in the role of Kate Bishop. I think it's a really good casting. And, and, and to introduce her into the I mean, MCU what, would be smart. Practically everything Disney's releasing, like Star Wars, Marvel wise, I'm in. Listen, we're about to jo- go on like a four story straight Disney Plus binge here. Yeah, so they're, they're laying it all out right we now. We could be headed for a young Avengers series to Disney Plus with the potential of even a future film. Because it was originally promised yeah. we're getting a film. They may now transfer yeah, the, that. One of the Russo brothers said something. Yeah, They may transfer that into a TV but, series on Disney Plus with a future from another home run. Yeah, it. yeah two run shot. Yeah, so he said um, in the interview, he, what did he say? He goes, I, w- I wouldn't mind doing like Young Avengers. He said Wolverine, X-Men, Fantastic Four. So I was like, oh shit. I mean, hey, anything that's coming Marvel. In. What? Who are the Young Avengers for our people? I that think they're younger, just like teenagers. It's it like, is. It's, it's like, I'm, it's like you know, Batman has the Outsiders, the Teen Titans. Yeah. Like, it's like the B group, the C team. I, I saw it was like Hulky or something like that. Like a little Hulk. It was like Hulky or something weird. It was No, I, I, I don't was, know about Hulky. It was something if, like if, that. If there is a character named Hulky, God forbid. I, I, I looked up the Young Avengers real quick and I saw like the Hulk's child name and I, I something I funny. I surely have not. But it wasn't just like Little Hulk. Um, Disney <laughs> little Plus, Hulk. Disney Plus keeping it rolling with the... These are from like the 90s, the good shit. Oh, the yeah. The X-Men animated series, the Spider-Man animated series, the Incredible Hulk... And the Fantastic Four, with even the gargoyles being possible, all coming to Disney Plus at launch. However, I also want to add rumors are flying about the original Disney Afternoon 
collection coming to Disney Plus, which was DuckTales, Darkwing Duck, oh nice, Tailspin, the good, uh, the Gummy Bears, like the shows That's that awesome. when you came home from school, Chip yeah. Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Yeah. If all of this stuff is on Disney Plus, I'm never watching anything else but football. Out of all them shows, what's the first one I binge? X Men the Animated Series. Gargoyles. That was my shit back in the day. I really? loved that Keith David dude. That was great. Yeah. You kidding? I I love the opening. See, you're theme. Look, you're looking at me like I kind of don't remember it that much. I do. Oh, I love the opening theme. I love oh. the art. The art was totally Batman the Animated Series. Like they look super. I, I loved it. Loved the toys. Never really liked the characters. I may buy the DVDs. Like that's how crazy it's gonna. <laughs> but get. it's gonna be for but you dude, to on see, Disney to Plus. To see Spider Man again, X Men. Like that's awesome. Can't wait. Uh, I mean, it's, it's. I'm gonna probably pre order. What's it? Three years. Name a better opening theme than the X Men. Batman anime series. I just, I just I'm that. gonna go X Men on that one. I just. It's not even a theme. It's just a bunch of pulses. And I love it. Uh, it's, maybe, maybe, maybe the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme. That's pretty goddamn banging. Teenage not, Mutant Ninja yeah, Turtles. Yeah, always dun, sing that. Dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Heroes in a half shell. Captain Planet. That was my shit. Captain Planet. <laughs> oh, we don't need to sing. We don't need to sing. Gonna one. take pollution down to zero. You hit, keep hitting me, bro. No, no, I'll get no, you at no, the no, afternoon that, all day. I'm just. I tell you what, a couple good ones. That's all. Uh, oh man, could you imagine Captain? I we had the whole. What would you like to see come back? Captain Planet was on my list. That would be great. Um, I'd be all That'd about be Captain Planet coming back. However, all this positive news kind of being bookend. Book ended with some sad news. There was that Muppets Live Another Day series with Josh Gad we had talked about being potentially there for Disney+. Plus. Well, that's already been dropped. No more Muppets for us on Disney+. Plus. Sorry, that's hard for me. I love the Muppets, man. Sorry, Muppets. You go. I'm, I'm pissed about it. Um, There's just so much. Dude, they are launching so much at. Just so give us a break. Take the fuck matter to add a little sprinkle? They got a thousand else. episodes. Go back and watch it. <laughs> we can't now. They're not going to put the old Muppet stuff on. Buy him on DVD. Uh, we do want to pay some quick tribute to Robert uh, Robert Axelrod. Yeah, he played Lord Zed and Finster on the Power Rangers amongst many. He also played the Eye Monster amongst many, yeah. many other roles in children's television. Passed away, I think, at the age of 70. Yeah, I think it was 70. Jason David Frank posted on his Instagram. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, we grew he was. I was like the coolest villain for everyone having I, the big-ass action figure I had. Like, yeah. He was cool as shit. Yeah, Lord Zed to me is one of – well, now, remember, he didn't play Lord Zed. He only voiced him. Yeah. Lord Zed was a yeah. cha- Japanese, Japanese center. Well, all of them were. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But, man – one of but, the but most you, you know iconic present, villains you know? of our childhood. Yeah. And and that's not just in Power Rangers. I mean, in media. Yeah, we grew up with Mighty Morphin. Yeah, Zed, 100%. Team Rocket, Joker. Like, boom. You know, th- that to me was... Yeah, we threw some Pokemon in there and that was us growing up. Why I said Team Rocket. Yeah, true. <laughs> but you said, you said Team Rocket. I went, that's just that's a villain that. of Pokemon. Oh, yeah, just to make sure. Just to make sure. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Cut. Could say Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> Cut. Cut. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I don't. I'm trying to think young, but I could have said that. Apple TV Plus. When we you know we talked a little yeah. bit earlier, how we said we're going to bring this up a little bit later. Apple TV Plus is launching November first. So by the way, right around the friggin' corner, yeah. for five bucks a month, they're going two bucks less than Disney. And if you buy a Apple TV, a Mac, or an iPhone, you'll get a free year of the service with purchase. It's headlined by Jason Momoa's C, which got a trailer. What did you think about that show? I, I like that show. Yeah. If I could see that show without being a member, great. Can't yeah. wait. But I um, just I I can't have 
every subscription service on the market. You, can't throw, a, you can't throw a fiver to watch Jason Momoa blind. C is is something that I pardon the pun don't have any interest in seeing right away. Uh, wait, hold on. Let me rephrase. It's the only thing I have interest in seeing oh, oh, on the entire oh, service. I, I, I see what you did there. Ah, there you go. Um, it is a futuristic show where I think everybody's like blind. Yeah, and you have to go on your instincts or some yeah, stuff, basically. which could. I mean, I was like, I was the first. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? But it's got promise. It yeah, it looks it's got good. Promise. There is, like... but you have to. If you're going to start your own service, you have to kind of like, you know, do something big. And I think Aquaman is a pretty good start. Uh, listen, a- Apple TV Plus has 34 different series and a bunch of films that are already announced. Some decent stuff, but C is like, it's uh here's a good one. It's about the only thing that caught my eye. Oh, geez. He, he's, he's on a tear, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I mean, uh, hey, if it's for you, great. I don't even have a MacBook. Like, I don't, I don't have none of it. So, but, but you have a, an iPhone. So I'm just gonna pay five dollars. Watch on my seven inch phone. Yeah, nah, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm sure you could buy it on iTunes. Yeah, but I don't want it that bad. Like, I, I'm not after it that bad. There's so much other shit that I. have. They will hopefully release. These series, especially C, which seems to be the flagship one, they'll throw um, it on. They'll throw it on like a Blu-ray or something like that. Yeah. And that's when we'll probably pick it up. Find a bin for five dollars. Wow, four ninety-nine or under. Wow, <laughs> that's a month's worth of service. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> the Witcher, The Witcher on Netflix's release date has been reportedly accidentally leaked by Netflix Netherlands for December seventeenth. That a boy, Netherlands. Christmas come early, baby. Netflix, December 17th, The Witcher. If it comes out the 17th, I promise you it will be finished before Christmas. Dude, we've been talking about The Witcher, I feel like, longer than we've talked about any other show that still isn't fucking here. And we still have three months before it comes out. Like, I'm so fatigued on this Witcher shit, I'm at a point now where I don't care. See, I haven't played the games. I haven't read shit. Me neither. I I, am I played Witcher 3 a little bit. So I'm in. I'm in. You just want Henry Cavill. He needs to redo what they they did to him as Superman. Because what they did to his lip, that God forbid. Like, he said, we need to undo what they did because they did it. And when they do it, it's It was lip. wrong. It was stupid. At, at that point, cut your losses, call Marvel. They they know how to do wow. it. Wow. Oh and I'll take it over and in the gaming space. And he's, a, and he's a DC guy. Yeah, sometimes you got to throw a jab in once in a while. I love it. And like we said earlier, we have a shit ton of reviews. So get ready. First one off, Sega Genesis Mini. I canceled my pre-order. Wow. I canceled my pre-order. I said it like a while back. I canceled my pre-order. One of the biggest regrets ever, apparently. Uh, 100%. Apparently. I can't believe you did that. The Sega Genesis Mini is the closest thing we have to a perfect all-in-one mini console so far. Just shit on the Nintendo Now you can't get it? Was it sold out? No, I I can definitely get one. I I just just won't. I was going to say, I leave... Tax, I ordered it. They're 80 bucks. That's almost that's 90 nothing. bucks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. 80 years. That's almost 40 years. <laughs> for, dude, for Sega, like, you have all the other minis. You have the PlayStation. I, I don't even want that fucking thing. I paid 80 bucks but for listen, that piece of shit. You have the worst one. Yeah. And you can't get Sega? But I have this Grow Genesis up. collection with the fifty games on it already. What what more do I need? That's Except for the fact that I can get That's a fake. I can get the Dis- I can get the Mickey Mouse games. I can get Mega Man Wily Wars. Believe me, I want it. I'm just not going to pay eighty dollars for it. I'm just not. Okay. Maybe Ashley gets it for me for Christmas. Maybe my boy hooks me up. Maybe something like that. <laughs> my boy hooks. He's always stuff that my boy hooks me up. <laughs> you motherfucker! You want you want my dollar? Take seventy nine more and go buy me a fucking Gen- I'll Genesis. I'll give you Mini. a dollar and then pay. <laughs> 
79 Just go buy packs. yourself a Switch and I'd be yeah, happy I'm, for gosh sakes. No, I'd dollar, be happy dollar, you. I make sure I go towards it. Put this in my cart. Oh, and this $1. I, I promise I you the counter. that when you buy a Nintendo Switch, I will be happier than you. I okay. promise you that. <laughs> there are few. There are a few weird emulation issues here and there, but the sheer number of games and its delightful interface far outshines any graphical hiccups in these classic games. The quiet inclusion of different ROMs for different regions is one of those things that makes no sense at all, but while simultaneously making it feel lovingly crafted and special. It's hard to find much to really dislike about the Genesis Mini. The decision to include the three-button controllers rather than the six buttons is a bummer, but it really only matters for Street Fighter 2. Even if I was more of an SNES kid growing up, the Genesis Mini is now my favorite retro mini console. Wow, 9 0 is correct. That, that's solid. I'm going to fucking buy it. I mean, they the literally best. just said it's the best one ever made, yeah, and you're just, they're saying it's solid. Yeah, it's fucking solid. Just, it's the best one yeah. ever. I'm, I, I know it wasn't no 10, but 9. Uh, listen, you know. I love Sega. I was a Genesis kid. I did not have an SNES for the long time yeah. growing up. I actually had a Genesis growing up, and I played that. The majority of my gaming as a child was my NES and my Genesis. And I have a ton. I actually have a Genesis about two feet from you right now yeah. um, in that white box top there that's the oh. snes and the nintendo but i have a genesis 3 in that white box right there and i love it but for me to justify paying 80 bucks for what comes to down to i only don't own four for black friday i only own i own out of the 40 games i own 36 of them so for me to spend 80 bucks for a retro mini console that only has four games i don't have even though they're the four i want more than anything i'm just i'm just not there for that Unless my boy hooks me up. Okay, my friend. Unless my boy hooks me uh, up. Okay. I'll move on to the next story. A game I know you're fucking very excited to play. Borderlands a 3. A game I'm getting tomorrow, aka for you guys listening today, and I'm getting it for free. Yeah. I'm psyched, baby. If Borderlands 3 is what happens when a modern looter shooter doesn't concern itself with the longevity of its item economy or daily quests that they can sign me up for Borderlands 4 right now. Being un... I'm sorry, being untethered from persistent servers and able to trade loot at will is a refreshing change of pace, but that's hardly the only reason why this is such an amazing co-op FPS. The sheer magnitude and diversity of its arsenal of fun and surprising weaponry is unmatched, and the striking amount of loving detail and variety packed into its energetic and replayable 30-hour campaign is what makes Borderlands 3 a high point for the series and the game as a whole. Damn. I know. Yes. God damn. All right. That's why you're excited. Okay. Yo, man. That's Came two in here weeks like in it was a row. Christmas. I was like, what are you It's so two hype? weeks in a row that the games I was hyped for scored yeah. really well and live, living up to the hype. And next week is Legend of Zelda Link to the Past for Switch. So I can only imagine that trend is going to continue. You better hope. NBA 2K20. We got the review. NBA 2K continues its tradition of upping already tremendous gameplay, emulating the uh, real-life uh, sport in ways that don't seem possible just years ago. The inclusion of the WNBA may be this year's biggest step forward, especially because it does an excellent job showcasing the many gameplay improvements from last year. My career also continues to improve in small and noticeable ways, setting a new standard for story mode in sports games. Still, NBA 2K20 would have been better off by focusing on its complex modes like my league and cleaning up my team to be less dependent on microtransactions. In spite of that, NBA 2K20 remains best at what it does it might just be time to ask for better wow that don't let your score influence that last sentence no don't let that last sentence eight oh seven eight all right um, i'm happy with that however 
There is a massive game-breaking glitch right now that they are still working to fix. Game-breaking? So most people have had a very shit experience. Oh, I'm glad I don't. Play NBA 2K anymore. Um, they are fun, man. That the NBA they used 2K to be, games, we, we used to play the, the NBA two K games are fun, especially the old ones on Dreamcast are really fun. Yeah. But when you have a friend, man, the two of you playing NBA two K together on a couch is still it's a lot of fun. Oh, it's good. I'm somewhere basketball video games. Basketball video games were always really fun. Yeah, NBA Vince Carter dunk on everybody it was great. It was they're they're really fun. What's that? Is that Demon X Machina? Damon. Damon. Damon X Machina? Yeah. To review. Yeah, Damon X Machina is this you Nintendo hype? Switch exclusive. No. Um, tried two different demos. Neither one spoke to me. Don't give a shit about mechs. If you like giant okay. mechs blowing yeah. shit up, that's that's up your alley. Armored core if you like giant mechs. Uh, like a mech without a pilot, Damon X Machina is a beautiful shell with not enough to fill it. Ooh. It's a frustrating thing. Simultaneously proving that there's life in this old genre, but failing to inject much of the interest beyond base level. I was thrilled enough by the opportunity to truly micromanage a mech for the first time in a while, but there just wasn't enough to do with my creation once I was done tinkering. 6-0. Poop. A game that I'm at, I actually want to play. Gears of Five multiplayer. We got the review. Yeah, last week we did the uh, the campaign review for IGN. This week's IGN just the multiplayer. You might ask yourself, well, why is there a campaign review last week and a multiplayer review this week? Well, you can't do a multiplayer review when the game's not out yet because there ain't no multiplayer. So what IGN did was they waited uh, because if you remember a couple years ago with Battlefield Four and Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, and I can't remember another game, they tried to review the multiplayer before it was even live, so it did not do well yeah. and it affected the score. They waited till the game was out for a week, then Which did the review. Should have been to the original movie, right? With yeah. with live people. So now this is different from the campaign, which scored an eight point eight last week. Gears Five, uh, Gears Five's vertible, veritable. I don't know that word. Horde of multiplayer modes is the best package the series has delivered yet. The excitement of welcome additions like the new chaotic arcade verses and the unpredictable escape max maps mixes the timeless classic thrills like getting awesome Nasher kills to take out enemy leaders in verses and claiming closed victories in Horde. It all refines and expands upon the series' already diverse range of ways to play. And while there's a good level of depth to Gears 5's combat... Even if you choose not to indulge fully in it or your friends, you can still have a great time anyway. A5. 9-0. Oh, three 9-0s this so week. That's, that's, an eight, that's an 8-9 total. Yeah, that, they're killing it. Yeah, Good Gears 5 um, doing very well, apparently. Castlevania. No. Oh. Continue. You you continue. You're the, you're the host of the gaming space. Uh, I, I didn't know if you were hitting it with the impressions. You got to tell the people i didn't know if you were hitting this with your gears 5 impressions i am okay continue listen you you took it slow i was like okay maybe he don't want to talk about it eight nine total score from ign all things considered i have not played the multiplayer yet but i do own gears 5 it is the fucking best gears of war game i've ever played wow it is so tight so beautiful I love. Um, I'm playing. Instead the of moving on, he put it down to compose himself to the story. I I I misread his posture. Well, you just missed the story. That's all. No, that's I all saw it. Good. I saw it. Oh, so then you purposely didn't say that's bad hosting. He went yeah. right to the Castlevania, which is okay because he's not an Xbox guy. I think he did it because he's a PlayStation guy. No, he didn't I, want me to I, talk I, positively I, you know, about an Xbox yeah, game. I will put my phone down, and you can 
speak high. I'm tired of talking. I'm I just want to go back and play it. It's one of the games where when I'm not playing it, I'm thinking about it. But what are you gonna play? Gears or Borderlands? Well, I have to finish Gears and then I'll start Borderlands. So you're getting it tomorrow, but not even playing Borderlands? That's correct. I'm about halfway through Gears 5's campaign. Um, Damn already. And it's only about 10 hours, maybe 10, 11 hours. So I'm about five hours in. It came out on Tuesday. Um, so where I'm at with this is uh, it's the most beautiful Gears game. It is uh, – I, I love the way they took the plot with no spoilers whatsoever. It goes in places I didn't expect. I'm a little bit into Act 3, which is where the game opens up, we'll say. Um, and I really enjoy the different – options and ways to play as opposed to just a linear hallway shooter the gears of war has been known to be um the, it, the the controls are tight the shooting feels really rewarding that nasher feels better than ever when you're blowing up enemies at close range with the shotgun to the dome um sniper feels good as always taking headshots off of the swarm what the only thing that i would really prefer is that they really just i wish they would have stuck to the locust um i don't love the swarm as enemies i don't love the dbs as enemies i really did love the locust i had the attachment with them i I know i got three to four games with them and they're still kind of around the lambent were even pretty cool but gears of war was my favorite gaming franchise up until pretty damn recently uh judgment and then, and then four kind of fell off for me. But this is restoring my faith in the Gears franchise, and I now firmly believe that Gears of War has overtaken Halo as Microsoft's flagship uh, franchise. And I can say that definitively because Halo Six or Halo Infinite is not coming out till holiday 2020. So this game has over a full year to continue to drive the xbox brand until we even see a new halo game as halo 5 guardians wasn't that great i fucking love it i highly recommend it if you have an xbox it is a must own if you like third person shooters get an xbox it's that good that you can justify purchasing an xbox to play it and oh by the way i have game pass now oh jesus i didn't even have to buy the game I just, just signed up it. for 10 bucks a month for Game Pass, and I get every Gears of War ever, plus wow. over 100 other games included. I have already installed eight other games just from this service on my Xbox that I can't wait to dive in and play again. You're going to run out of space. And Gears... Two terabyte, my friend. And Gears 5, all of Xbox's first-party games, Crackdown 3, all the forces, um, they go to Game Pass day of them coming out so i can't recommend it even blair witch which was like a 9 out of 10 from last week is on game pass now some of the games i had on switch that i i'm sorry don't have on switch that i wanted to buy i don't have to buy anymore they're free on game pass or they're included in game pass if i have game pass for six months that will be 60 dollars, which is the price of gears alone it's worth it. it's worth yeah. the money if it everything me, you just named it's worth it. even if it takes me less than six months to beat it and i cancel it Gears 5 cost me less than retail. I'm all in on it. I love it. But by the way, you gotta play Gears 5. It's fucking brilliant. If if I had an Xbox, I would get it. It's brilliant. I I would have to. I texted my buddy that I always played Gears games with. Always. We, we, man, did we sink hundreds of hours into Gears together. But we haven't in the past couple years. Neither one of us really liked 4. We both kind of went our separate ways. Life's kind of gotten in the way. We don't game as much. But you love love 5. Well, I texted him and I said, hey, I know we don't play Gears anymore, this, that, and the other, but motherfuck, man, you gotta get 5. And he was like, I've actually been kind of looking into it. I'm pretty intrigued by it. Cool. Let's go there. And you know, and he doesn't game very much at all anymore, especially that we don't play together. So it's really cool to see like this game has legs, man, and I'm super yeah. psyched. 
It's, it's, it's going to do well, and I'm sure there'll be Gears of 6, 7, 8, 9 down the road. Castlevania, is it Grim, Grimoire of Souls? Grimoire. Grimoire of Souls is announced. We have a new Castlevania game. Like, let me say that again. We have a new well, Castlevania game. You think the show has to have something big to do with it? Yeah, it's a mobile game. Eh, I don't play it. <laughs> Dude, that, that quick, I don't play it. It shit Gone. in my fucking Cheerios, man. I wanted, <laughs> Damn! I, I was so hyped when I saw... Uh, uh, when I saw I was Castlevania, say, I, was like, I didn't hear anything nothing. about it. Well, yeah. Right now, it's Tokyo Game Show. Yeah, even I would hear something just from people, just from hype from like Boogie Universe. I'm sure he would post. I don't think I see anything on his page about. This. I and you know me, man. I'm a sucker for Castlevania. I love it. So I see a trailer for today for Gears of or not Gears of War, Castlevania Grimoire Souls, and I'm like, holy shit! T- Tokyo Game Show. They announced a Castlevania game. I click on it. It's a phone. Uh, it's a damn mobile game. So I'm already out. That's just that's just a tease. Nope. I did. I cocked easy on that one. I'm sorry about that. Oh, you bastard. Celeste Farewell DLC is out now. Celeste was one of my games of the year in 2017. It was my number three. It was the best indie game I played that year outside of maybe Golf Story. It was right up there with Golf Story. You, you har- spoke highly of that. Hardest motherfucking game I've ever played. 1,300 deaths my first go around. 1,300 deaths my first no. go around nope. through eight grueling chapters of platforming amazingness. And they just released a free... Brand new, free Chapter 9 DLC. Added like 100 levels to the game for wow. nothing. It's available right now. It's like 20 bucks for Celeste, and now you get a ninth chapter. If you haven't played or bought Celeste already, go do it. But for all of us that have bought it, download it. It's really good. I'm super psyched. I can't wait to dive in. I've only played the first level, but it's already like it brings me right back to just dying a million times and playing an awesome game. Celeste DLC, go pick it up. I haven't had Celeste Pizza in a while. Dragon Quest Eleven demo out now. $4.11 I used to pay for a Celeste Pizza. Now you can get like five for five in a freezer section. I, no, I wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I think I fucked that up. I put it in the nuker for four minutes and 11 seconds, and they're always like a dollar fifty. That's what Celeste is. I used to call her Mama Celeste. Mama Celeste. Celeste pizza is they're, delicious. They were good pizza. I haven't had them in years. The plain I'm and the an Elio's guy. The plain and the pep I like. Anything else beyond that. The Supreme, uh, not for me. Hit me with the four cheese, I'm in. See, that's it for me. The I'm one in. cheese. Give me the one cheese. There's too many the, cheeses I'll eat the pep. The pep's good. I'll it's like the, the square pepperonis, too. They don't even I'll give eat, you the slices. Shit, I'll eat they the meat. Chop. New Death Stranding trailer. <laughs> you forgot the Dragon Quest one. Oh, <laughs> No, I didn't. Yeah, we just talked about Celeste. I thought I, I no, I, you didn't. I when you were laughing, I snuck in <laughs> as you were laughing. Dragon Quest Eleven demo is available now. Uh, I I don't know if it's available on anything else besides Switch, um, but I know because Dragon Quest Eleven Definitive Edition is coming to Switch that that's where the demo is definitely available. Because I already think this game's out on PlayStation Four. So if you have a Switch, go tech check it out if you like JRPGs. Um, I'm gonna download it. I'm gonna try it. But since I haven't played Dragon Quest 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, or 10, I'm probably not going to dig it. But yeah. free demo is free demo. It's free. It's for me. New Death Stranding trailer from Tokyo Game Show. Seven minutes. Showed off a couple new characters. Yeah. Dude wearing a fucking mask. And then a lot of uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah. Just confirming that I yeah, have no uh, fucking interest in this it's, game. It's definitely a hard pass from, from us. Dude, I, it's a hard pass. Listen, and we're going to probably get flack for it. And you're going to see a story the way Sam ends the gaming space. Um, the gentleman who does what Sam's going to talk about, Jeff Keighley, has brought on Hideo Kojima for literally every possible thing he could uh, to just gush over Death Stranding. I know for a fact that even though the game comes out in November, and even though it's going to 
bomb. No, I think it's going to do very well in sales, but I think it's going to get a mixed reaction. Thousand percent, thousand percent know that that game's going up for game of the year. Even yeah. though it's going to get a bunch of sixes and sevens, yeah. you're going to have the artsy fartsies that give yeah. it eleven out of ten just because it's a fucking Kojima game. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out yeah, on this game. I have no interest. I, mean, hey, in it. I wish you guys nothing but the best. But a new Final Fantasy remake trailer from Tokyo Game Show. Uh, this one showed a lot. This one I think was like five or seven minutes as well for the new Final Fantasy VII remake. It showed the Turks, which is Shinra's agents. It showed she. It showed Shiva. It showed Infrit. So all these characters you know and love from the Final Fantasy universe are there. And apparently you get summons earlier in this game than you did in the original. Oh, so banging. So you're in, right? This game looks gorgeous. So like, I'm surprised you I haven't just, pre-ordered it yet on I Amazon. Just, it's only fifty bucks. I just right now. need to like. Do I have forty nine hours you, of gameplay you, to just to beat it? But to actually beat it, still, I need like three years. You still have my Uncharted spinoff. I know it's still sitting. And I think to myself, I should. I live beat around that. the corner now. I, I could just that. go get it. No, you can't. It's actually in it. He traded it. it. It's no, it's been gone. But I, I'll eventually, I'll, I'll, I'll play it. I'll play it. Um, if if I, said I do, to I, I want to say I beat all the Uncharted games that are out for PlayStation. If I, I said to you. Sam, how long would it take you to beat Final Fantasy VII Remake? Like, no joke, probably two years. Damn. Yeah. It's it's such so you're a not long game. Buy it. If I do it, it's, I'm in it for the long game. I just doubt you would. do. You know what I love it when you game. Like, I'll, when you I'll be like pictures, 42, like Greg. He, when he sends Welcome me photos, to episode 722. When you were playing Devil May Cry Five and you kept updating me. I was like, I'm a pig and shit. Right yeah, now. dude. I'm happy. I'm literally happier no, than you. No, just know that when if there's a new God of War, if there's a new Devil May, that's games that I buy day one. And Pokemon. I just, but you're not gonna get it day one. It, it, I'm it, going to spoil the shit. I'm gonna no, send you no. pictures of all my catches and evolutions. And I, you I know block what? you. I don't get you there, Craig. I don't know. What. I live around the corner. I can stand outside of your house with a boombox, like, and say anything, <laughs> and uh, and just show and just put pictures of Pokemon up on. On uh, sick my dogs out. You're done. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> you won't last long. <laughs> Project Resistance drops a teaser trailer. Uh, you might ask yourself what Project Resistance is. Hey Sam, what are the first two letters of Resistance? R E. Resident Evil, baby. Oh, yeah. uh, this is a four versus one Resident Evil action game where four players try to escape from the fifth player, who is the mastermind. So if you think about um, the hell was that game that got canceled? I can't remember. E- uh, uh, I can't remember now. It's with dinosaurs and shit. But there was uh, last year we had Friday the Thirteenth, where one player was Jason. Oh yeah, and the yeah other yeah. four were the survivors. Yep. And Jason's kind of like powered up, and you know he is clearly stronger than the others. That's the deal behind this. You're the mastermind, and you can control all these old Resident Evil enemies from games past, and you have to kill all four survivors who have to actually make it through three closed floors uh, to try and escape. There will be a closed beta. Of this game on October 4th through the 7th. So like really soon from now. Oh, and by the way, if you want to get in on this beta, you can sign up right now. But you only have until September 19th. And you can do so from the game's official website, which I don't have for you. But just like Google Project Resistance website, you'll find it. Uh, And again, it's very similar to Friday the 13th or these games where uh, it's 4v1. I love the idea. that's, that's, That's freaking awesome. I love the Resident Evil universe. I hope it's third person and not first. Shame. Um, and I hope it's over the shoulder, not tank. But yeah, 
agree. But this is a game you have to play online. So you either oh. have to have friends or... I mean, I'm sure there's like bots that you can play with, but like that get pretty old pretty quick because um, all the strategy and things yeah. that would be involved. But yeah, uh, oh, that's awesome. You know, I hope you have friends. I don't. Uh, I haven't made that joke yet since we've been in this new studio, so oh. it's about time. Yeah, get it out the way. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot got a new trailer at Tokyo Game Show, and we'll also cover the Majin Buu saga. It's also been confirmed for release date of January 17th, 2020 on PS4, Xbox One, and Steam. Dude, that's right around the corner. Yeah. If you think about this past E3 in June when we just got the name of it, it was Dragon Ball Z RPG. That's all yeah, that's it was. It. Now, it was announced last year, two years in 2017, but we just got this untitled project, and now all of a sudden they're like, yeah, January. It, Giant RPG. I, I was not expecting this fast. And to have the Majin Buu saga, that's a on, lot of games. Right, on top of the Cell and the Frieza and the Raditz so or whatever yeah, saga. Well, Vegeta, if, whatever. Well, if they start with Raditz, then Raditz will get you, to, you know. To Frieza, then to Cell, then to Majin Buu. And that's cool. And it's going to be not so much a bang-bang, fighty-fighty, shooty game. It's going to be an RPG, yeah. which I like kind of uh, – space out your time you know i like the idea it's different it's it different. just it just feels rushed i don't know how I, long the I'm game's just been go, i'll wait see what the reviews are maybe if i get a chance to kind of get it you know get my hands on it the guy says don't pay attention to rotten tomatoes but he'll, he'll wait for the review i just okay the last okay. I, even though the dragon ball z game that the new one came out it's good i play it but like, fighter z yeah it was, it was good but I, that was a fighting game no, it's it a was, lot different it, than it, an rpg exactly so it's like okay maybe I, I would like it probably a lot more than i like that but Nintendo announces Ring Fit Adventure, a new fitness game launching October 18th. Remember, now the, the listeners don't know this, but we put it on our Facebook page last week, right, right before we went on the podcast, of this weird trailer that Nintendo put out and said more information coming next week. And it was a bunch of people exercising yep. with, a, with a ring and a, and a Joy-Con strapped to their leg. And we said, okay, what the fuck is Nintendo doing with fitness now? We know they did Wii Fit yep. and all this other shit. Uh, they want to get people up off their fat asses like me and, and exercising, which I appreciate. But this sounds pretty goddamn cool. I actually tweeted about it at Greg Talks a lot. And I said, uh, Ring Fit Adventure looks like the dumbest shit ever. And I can't fucking wait for it. Yeah. Uh, this is a game where you actually, it's an adventure game where you actually explore 20 different worlds through different types of exercises in adventure mode uh, and even quick play. If you want like short bursts of exercises, that big ring that people were fucking yeah. with is called the ring con instead of the joy con. And that explains kind of what we watched last week. There are actually enemies, right? So you're this person, you run through the level by running in place. And then all of a sudden, random enemies can pop on the screen, and you defeat them by doing exercises and holding it longer than them, and you hurt them by doing oh, different exercises. Wow. So I it's mean, a way to do exercise, but involve a when, game. When you showed me the chart, the first thing I said was, it's something to do with exercise. What you're doing is workouts. But hey, yeah. it's different. If it gets people in shape and kind of active, hey, it's, yeah. it's great. It's coming out, like what we said, October 18th, I said. So it's coming out, or yeah. you said. So it's coming out really soon. Um, I, You get the ring con. You get the game. You get the leg strap. You plug your Joy-Con in, and there you go. I have a feeling this game's going to be eighty bucks. Um, Twenty dollars for those accessories seems to be the sweet spot. Um, I would be sweet if it was a sixty dollars game still, because that's not really a big bulky yeah. sixty dollars game. So it kind of depends on price point for me. But I think this would be a lot of fun. Where I'm at is it probably gets old. Yeah, really I mean, quick. I'm sure it's cool the first week or two. Then you're like, all right. It's like one two switch. You I'm play tired. it when you get the friends over. <laughs> you play it when yeah. you do a good workout. But I'll just go play soccer. Could be some fun drinking games in there. You never know. I ain't letting anybody near my Joy-Con with a drinking <laughs> game. 
I don't blame you. Well, this is the This case. is Sam's favorite story of the night. I have to let him go on this one. The X button is actually cross. And we're not talking about an Xbox. We're not talking about a Nintendo. We're talking about on that PlayStation. No, that's, this is the dumbest news. I I I, well, I think I was like, this is the dumbest article For I ever read. Thirty years, thirty years. That's almost eighty years. <laughs> Sam has called it the X button. Now he has to, no. by law, refer to it as cross. I guess I'll be breaking a lot every day because I, I I can't even rewire my brain to like. Oh no, that's the cross. It's the X button. Cross. It's the button. <laughs> <laughs> GameStop to close 180 to 200 unperforming stores. Yeah, and that's worldwide. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've been there's the writings all over the wall. We've been kind of yeah, they just laid game, off a shit ton of employees. You know, yeah, we've been talking GameStop at least fucking five months out of this fucking year so far. Yeah, and and I think this is just the beginning. Um, the it's, it's always sad to see people lose their jobs, and it's crazy because there's all these games I keep talking about, like Luigi's Mansion and Link to the Past and Pokemon Sword and Shield. Yeah. I won't go pre-order them because I don't know if the stores are going to be available or open by the time the games come out. Yeah, I wonder if ours. Wait, one, two, two that are really close. Is there one in Mills still? Yeah, in Orange, and then there's one no. in, on Academy. That one's gone. No, it? no, no. It's it's in the mall. It's next to Models. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, they moved. Oh, right, right. They definitely. I remember that from yeah. Black Friday. Right, right, right. So they moved that so, next to Models. I just hope it makes money. Then they have the one on Academy. Yeah, that's the only. That's they're my two main ones I go to. I don't. There's no more around here. Well, they're the only two that I go to. Gotcha. There's still a couple there's up one, by. Yeah, there's one in the Chamonix, but yeah, there's still a couple up by my old house. That's where I would go just because I still work up there. I so. mean, there, we could. I'm pretty sure out of the one, two, three, four, or five GameStops are actually around. There's like gotta say, there's gotta be one that's gonna stay open. Yeah, classic game junkie. Anyway, hey, we'll support. Hey, they great. The Game Awards set its date for 2019. And that's December fi- uh, December 12th. This is the fifth year anniversary of the Game Awards. Even though it's been going on for a decade, yeah. it's been called the Game Awards for five years now. And that's what I was talking about earlier with Death Stranding. Dude, Jeff Keighley loves him some Hideo Kojima. So, like, I know for a fact that even if the game sucks, and even if it gets mixed <laughs> reviews, and even if people are very lukewarm on it, it will be up for Game of the Year. Bet your fucking house. On that, oh, oh, no, not mine. I, I mean, I, I, you could be right, but we'll see. Now we move to the other space. Our last two stories of the night. Uh, we said last week that Apple had an event to unveil the new iPhone, and they did, amongst other Apple bullshit. Um, That's as literally both, what, it, what it says here. I will read this story as I wrote it in our notes section iPhone 11 and some other Apple bullshit announced and unveiled, like the Watch 5 and iPad 7. So we got the iPad, or the iPhone 11, the iPhone 11 Pro, the iPhone 11 Pro Max, I think it's called, the Apple Watch Gen 5 and the iPad Gen 7. Yeah. What's separating the iPhone uh, 11 is now they have the triple camera on the back. They just throw another camera, just like you're shaving blades. They keep throwing blades at the razor. Come on, man. <laughs> Dollar Shave Club does not sponsor this podcast, <laughs> although we're open to it. Um, what I think is the coolest feature of the iPhone 11 that I won't get is they got midnight green, baby. Yeah, I did fly, see that. Yeah. I, I did see fly. it. That, I was like, okay, that could be the coolest news about it. Yeah, but, I don't give a but shit. But other than that, my phone's still good. I this mean, is the iPhone 7. Yeah, I, I'm on 7 or 8. You know, I'm one of them. I don't even remember anymore. But I know it started like six ninety nine. It went up to eleven hundred. I think the most you could get was two hundred fifty six gigabytes. I was all right. So they're they're expanding. Yeah, and the Pro Max starts at like eleven ninety nine. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's crazy. So I was like, yeah. But where where I'm at with the iPhone thing is, 
Yeah, they might throttle the old ones and do it. But what I do on a phone is very minimal. I have a job, so like yeah. I'm not on my phone that much at work. Yeah. When I come home, I don't sit and talk to a lot of people. I don't text all night. I actually, I fucking hate text messaging. So like I don't do that very often. I yeah, I pretty much run the podcast through it, and I listen to a shit ton of podcasts. When we started this show an hour and sixteen minutes ago, my battery is at a hundred. I'm already at fifty three. So like my battery yeah. kind of blows. Yeah, I'm at seventy nine. I'm on year three of this phone. Year two. And when I get when this thing finally does crap. I'll just get the X because that thing will be super discounted because oh, 100%. Will be so like yeah. I'm good with being a generation or yeah. two behind. I'm literally three years behind on this phone. Yeah, I, you're this fine. is a seven. You're, you're coming just, out with the you're, eleven. You're just two cameras behind. You'll catch up. <laughs> it is cool though with the three camera setup. One of them will be filming, and the other two will be sending signals about focus and stuff. No, like which, that which is to cool. make sure that you get a good quality video and all the. And there's also a mode I, I think I read where before you actually take the photo, it takes nine photos before you hit and the you, photo. And you can pick so you it. get the super. No, no, it jams the images together, and you get a super high res version. Whereas, like, you can count the threads on the shirt. Apparently, it's going to be like That's the crazy. most detailed camera ever. And I saw that they updated the facial recognition, recognition yeah, and like, software. And, and I know that Sean's yelling in his fucking in his, into his car radio right now because we're not tech savvy with the phone shit. And he's probably like, well, it's got a gigahertz processor. Uh, <laughs> the <sorry>. motherboard is <laughs> crazy. Yeah. And like, I don't, we're not here <laughs> for that. We're here for the, the, the nerd shit. Um, well, I mean, the pop culture shit. Oh, this is the nerd <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do love yeah. you, Sean. Um, but apparently, it, the processor can read like four trillion pieces of data per second wow. or per minute or something like that. Like the insane processing yeah. power um, is is another read. But that's all shit under the hood that the normal person to the I'll naked s- eye you, I'll, I'll you don't really the, tell. I'll still take the old phone. I'll just and guess what? When the iPhone thirteen or fourteen comes out, then get this. I'll get this <laughs> yeah, one later. Exactly. And like that's that's where I'm at. Hey, with play the phone. system, baby. My iPad has been my best friend. So like I don't give a I shit. I still about have my the phone. original in the iPad. You can't and even it get still Netflix. Works. I can't. It's 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 it it's like you. we can't support it. I was like, no. I love my iPad. I I literally if use I, it. If I had Netflix, it would be the best thing ever. I get home from work roughly somewhere between six and seven. Have it once I go to bed. It, I go to bed at roughly ten. So for them four hours that I'm awake, my iPad is with me two and a half to three yeah, of those I hours. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. They're, so they're like, great. They're great. I am a huge fan of the iPad, and that's why I don't have to use my phone as much. Uh, but maybe the most juicy story of the night. Uh, rise and shine, my friends, because beginning in 2020, Wendy's will begin serving breakfast. I have to try it. Oh, I, no shit. Every, any fast food. I have a Wendy's on the way to work, so I'm psyched. So that's pretty. Like, I'm interested, what are they going to bring? I'm not the biggest fan of BK's breakfast, Burger King. I'm just, I don't know. I like their French toast sticks. Yeah, you, always, you always did say. I'm, I'm more of like a McDonald's guy. I love the uh, Taco Bell's breakfast. Never had All it. the crunch wrap. It's phenomenal. I bet. I, it's, my, it's my favorite. Taco Bell seems like they'd have the best breakfast. It's, like, low key. It's I actually best. think the best fast food breakfast is Chick-fil-A. Oh, I, I Chicken they're, biscuit. They're always, they're always the, the best. The chicken on them soft, sp- spongy, pillowy buns. Yeah, you get the egg whites, you're good to go. Oh, fuck egg whites, dude. Egg, <laughs> egg whites are for bitches. He's not, I ain't being healthy. <laughs> um, okay. Give me a question. So in our top three, there's not trivia. <laughs> give me the question. Give me the cholesterol. Oh, they say give me the question. Uh, tonight we're going to do our top three favorite breakfast foods. So I'm psyched for this one. This one uh, – Made me hungry. Yeah, my, my, I, I'm literally giving you basically my my breakfast order, like what I just I need every time I go. Yeah. Number three, home fries. Oh, man, that was the toughest I, one for me to do off I, the list. I, if if I go, are you a crispy or are you a soggy? 
Do you like that that layer of crisp on the top of your home? Yeah, fries? usually I do. Usually, Nifty Fifties for some reason makes wow. this banging Never batch. Thought. It's just got this great taste. My favorite uh, home fries were actually hash browns and Perkins. Perkins has my favorite. Perkins are good. I mean, I can eat the cube ones, but I like my kind of just... The shredded, yeah, right? I like the that's shredded. What, that's what Perkins gives you. What I've been doing now, I get a side of hollandaise sauce, and I just throw the hollandaise sauce so, on top. Oh, inside, inside, behind the curtain to this podcast, Sam, myself, and our friend Ryan went to a, a show... Uh, I think I'm literally the, I'm giving you the meal I ate there. Was it in 2018 or was it this year? I whenever, can't remember. It was whenever we saw uh, postseason. Yeah. So I can't remember when we saw that show. I think it was in 2018. Yeah, I, I was 18. Uh, no, 2019. I mean, I think it was, but I'm pretty. It might have been 18. I think it was. 18. And afterwards, we went to a diner, and like I got 12? all the things. I got two of the three things on my list. Sam will probably get all three, but that's all three. And he ordered it, and he said, "Can I get home fries with a side of hollandaise?" I looked at the motherfucker like, "We got three heads. What are you doing ordering a hollandaise uh, for the for the potatoes?" It's, so like, it's just a, a little some extra. I know. Hey, I deserve it. I had a long week. I <laughs> listen. Need when you go to the diner, you're always gonna get home fries. Home fries and hash browns are different. Yeah, I do want to point that out. Hash browns are the shredded. Home fries are like the, the sliced potato. It's it's. Now, which one are you? Like, what side are you on it, here? It, it, it depends who's. I like nifties that they're shredded. Yeah. But if I go to the was it the one diner on Shiro Clubhouse, they give it to you kind of like um, it's like mushed and kind of like it's it's like mush but like kind of like cubed Sliced, a little. Oh, okay, a little bit. Up. It's it's kind of a mix. But then I get the holiday sauce in that. I'm like, see, I'm just an old fashioned ketchup. Yeah. I'm a ketchup on top of the home fries. I, I, I love ketchup. Hear 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 me out on this. On the home fries, I go salt. And I go ketchup. I don't put salt on anything. On the hash, on the shredded, I don't do shit. I just eat them yeah. plain. I don't put the. I don't put the I ketchup just, on me, the shredded. To me, the way I'm looking at it, like there's so much sodium in our shit, I don't need to add more salt. That's just how I look. Except at it. you have hollandaise. But that's but that's separate. <laughs> that's just not salt. This is bringing something else to the mix. Baby. I can't believe I left the home fries off the list for my number three. Good old fashioned bacon. I wow. I know it's only number wow. three. <laughs> it's probably Sam's number one. Wow. But there is nothing better than when you smell the bacon in the morning. Now it might be number three, and yeah, I got another I, meat on my list. A higher. But you're, a you're higher a freak, thing. though. You're a freak. But so I, I could eat. I'm. Not, I should be surprised at this. A pound I'm of just bacon. Disappointed by myself. Matter of fact, I'm going to extend the bacon to the turkey bacon in the family. I even love me some good old-fashioned crispy turkey bacon. But my question to you, because I'm sure bacon's on your list, we'll hit it. It may or may not you be. You crispy or are you a fatty? Crispy. I'm fatty. So I'm a fucking it double shows. keeping. Oh, baby, man! I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm losing weight, bitch. I'm kidding. Uh, I, I like fatty bacon. No, I, still, I, can, I still eat it. Like it's Bacon's bacon, doesn't it? You I'll will, eat a fucking bacon strip. I don't give a shit. You'll, you'll find out in a minute. Why bacon is my number three, even though it's my favorite breakfast meat. You'll I, find out why. I, I, I why it's number three? My number two, just some good old fashioned eggs, baby. I'm I'm I an egg guy. Eggs. I love eggs. I don't care if they're of course hard-boiled. my number one includes eggs. Hard boiled, scrambled, deviled. I love deviled eggs. Ugh. I love, dude. I eat egg har- salad. There's a little treat. My my cousin showed me this one. Was you get hard boiled eggs? You don't want to put nothing. Spicy mustard. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal, yeah. um, dude. You know, it's I, a, you know what else is good with spicy mustard? Turkey, yeah. no fucking eggs. That even that you want to get the two eggs over easy. I throw a little hollandaise sauce on top of that. Of when course you, you, you get that little bit. The little extra from your home fries, you dump that on top. Have it a party. <laughs> Come on, fucking eggs. Easy. I'm, I'm an egg guy. I love eggs. Uh, scrambled, sunny sign up, over medium. How do you prefer them? 
don't like matter. A cooked egg. If I if if I if, you if have I make it on myself, yeah. usually it's scrambled. If I go it's out, it's exactly it, yeah. out sunny side up. Yeah, sunny side up. Two uh, eggs over medium. You know, Italian. You know what freaks me out is when they get the toast corner on the on the long toast yeah. and you break the yolk and it explodes uh, I, on the rest my, of the that's, dish. That's my favorite. I think that's the grossest oh, three oh, seconds dude, in food dude, history. I get in there real deep and I get my toast. I'm just slapping it together, throwing some mixes of bacon. You're the type of heathen. You're the heathen that breaks the yolk then you cut the egg in half and throw the oh. egg on top of the toast. Oh, no, dude. I just, and then the toast I know, gets I, all I dip eggy. it in. I, I get the home fries. I scoop it in the toast. I just bite it. I just eat it like an absolute savage. Oh, my uh, God. Sometimes when I'm out in public, I have to watch myself. Go, okay, Sam, be a gentleman. People are here. Maintain. And even though <laughs> bacon is my number three, my number two – or I'm sorry. Even though bacon is my favorite breakfast meat, it is number three because number two is a sandwich and that's why it is. Now, I do love me some bacon, but from Dunks and only Dunks, I will admit it that some other places, Manhattan, decent, decent. My cafe at work, decent. But you get me double sausage, double Two patties. Right. I've seen you eat these. <laughs> Two patties on a sesame seed bagel, lightly toasted, 33 packs of ketchup. Yeah. And I'm I, not guys, being facetious guys, on like, the number honestly, of packs of ketchup. I, I love their sandwiches, but I legit seen him throw like 20 packets of ketchup 33. on the sandwich. That is the highest I've ever put on a it's sandwich. It's the most disc- – yo, guys, I love ketchup. I love ketchup. I seen him eat this. I wanted to punch him in the throat and then throw up on him. It just looked like a mess. He he all he tasted was ketchup. He didn't taste the double sausage. And now I live a, across the street from a Dunkin' Donuts, which is terrible news oh. for my cholesterol. Guys, I'm, back ketchup. I've already right had now. it twice. Go buy in, in eight days, I've already had it twice. Actually, especially, I've been here two it, weeks. I don't know why I said eight days. Especially Dunkin'. Dude, Dunks is fucked because I get coffee now. I'm getting a sausage again, and I'm telling you, I'm falling back in love with it. I have I've been off of it for a while, but I'm because I didn't really have a good Dunks around me at, at Horsham. Trying to trying to lose the weight down 22, so I'm happy with that. But I'm telling right. you, I'm right. up a little all bit. Right. And, Just and say I'm, no cheese, you'll be all right. And I don't I don't get go, the cheese. Go. No egg, no cheese. I go in there, I say, hey, can I have two sausage patties? Slightly toasted sesame bagel, no egg, no cheese. Rip That's a bunch of bullshit. Rip all that bagel a little bit so I don't get all that bread. Just a little tip, just trying to help me. Nah, I'll eat all, okay. I'll eat all the bagel. Maybe I'll like, take the bottom half off. Maybe It's yeah. not even everything bagel. Can I just get a regular it's bagel? It's just sesame <laughs> seed. I just do the sesame okay. seed. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is a sesame? Uh, but I do love this sandwich. And when I tell you, I put, I take, I, I deconstruct. So I got two layers of bagel. I got two sausages. I put a ring of ketchup on the bottom bagel. Ugh. Then I slab a sausage. Then I go across with the ketchup in a wave pattern yeah. on the bottom. Then I slap seize the other patty on. C- correct. <laughs> then I put a ring of sausage. Oh, I'm sorry. A ring, a of, ring ketchup, of A ring of ketchup on the top bagel. Just, pop it on. So now you have the, the, the ketchup so oozing out the side. But my favorite is when you get the top of the bagel with the circle and the ketchup comes into the circle. Oh, my God. Circle, it's a waterfall. Oh, you're disgusting. Did you disgusting? I just go in with the tongue and lick you... the circle bagel. That's and disgusting. lick the ketchup out of the top of the bagel because you get a little oh. sesame action, you get a little little taste of sausage. It's just an appetizer before I get no, to the main course. Oh my god, that's my number two. God, god, for, god forbid. <laughs> my number one. I'm a bacon guy. Love I love bacon. bacon, crispy bacon. But my the best place. I'm telling you guys, you want to have the best bacon ever. You got to go to Quaker Town. You got to go to Powderborn, Pennsylvania. You got to go to Powderborn. This little shop they used to do pheasant hunt, all this stuff. Now they they do skeet and five stand sport and clay stuff like that. But they have the best breakfast. I believe they open up at like 5 or 6 a.m. This little place, you get the thickest three, four 
thicker slice of bacon with I the love best thick taste. cut bacon. I love thick. Greg, bacon. this is the best. I I wouldn't I would not speak so highly. Applewood. Well, my dad would good guide and I'd be like, just grab me some bacon to go. That I just wanted their bacon. Mm. Throw a little toaster on five ten minutes. Oh, get that baby sizzling. Now is it is it cooked when you get it or they oh, give it's cooked. Oh, you're, I, I will eat like a savage. But again, it's another thing. If I'm when I'm out there. Bam. I never actually got hollandaise sauce there, so I don't know what that tastes On your like. bacon, you go to the hollandaise. So I'm a ketchup man. If, my, if my I'm at all the restaurants, yeah, I never, I never asked if they had hollandaise sauce, so I don't know. But that, if not, go get some syrup. Dip that bacon syrup. See, I'm not a bacon syrup You're guy. You're good to go. Tried it, hate it. I'm a bacon ketchup guy because I put ketchup on my entire meal anyway, so why not just include the yeah, bacon? Yeah, I mean, at that point, you're drinking ketchup. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I like some breakfast with my ketchup in the morning. It's basically I, I, where we're at. Yeah. Uh, Unless 100%. we're at waffles or pancakes, I do the syrup if, thing if, there. If, if you go to Burger King, you just – I limit you to like five packets. That's it. That is overkill. I actually, on the French toast sticks, use syrup. Good. Or not. It's the I, only I, French I, like toast a normal I ever person. Good. I'm glad. Because that leads me into my number one. My number one, my favorite breakfast of all time, my top three Just favorite don't say foods of all time. Care. Don't say scrapple. French toast. Good. With ketchup. Yeah, that's just. I just don't get that. You, it's, you were like that as a kid. My, my and whole I never, life. I never. My understood whole life, that. I've been French toast and ketchup. And I love ketchup, which I don't get. It just. Here's yeah. here's the quick true story. I made shit up forever. I made it up saying that it's a German tradition thing. It's not. My mom does it. She's German. It's really the only German it gets. I love it to death, to pieces. Been eating it my whole life. And here's why. I was eight years old. We were in Germany. Uh, right? I'm at a breakfast restaurant in Germany. I get the French toast. I get bacon. I get whatever else. And I eat, I eat ketchup with my bacon. Yeah, I eat ketchup course. with sausage, whatever, yeah. home fries, like we said. But I do the syrup on the French toast. Well, there was no syrup at the table. You had to have something. I had to have something. I can't eat French toast dry. It's just fucking hot bread. Who yeah. was that shit, you know? Um Especially on the challah, yeah, that oh, thick oh, challah, oh. Uh, and I actually love when the French toast is like soggy in the middle. Yeah, same, love that same. too. But uh, I said, you know what? I gotta get, uh, I gotta put something on this, and I got ketchup on the rest of my plate. Might yeah. as well just try it. And Germany has a little bit different type of ketchup. It's a little sweeter, a little smokier, so it's a different type. Even Heinz, a little huh. different, right? And it tastes fucking delicious. So tried it. Bring it home to the states. Tried it there. Loved it equally. Wow. Say, why am I going to segregate the French toast to a different plate? Put it all on one plate. Uh, Throw a shit ton of ketchup on a whole plate. Uh, My breakfast is made. We go uh, through ketchup in this house like you uh, go through Propel. I'll bet. God damn. French toast and ketchup is the best breakfast food on the planet. Wow. Case closed. Now tell me that wasn't one of the most fun no, top threes. I was probably looking forward to that story the most. <laughs> Actually, I love the double sausage, man. I'll tell you that much right now. Yeah, I'm that starving, story. so that that hurt. Me, and when actually. you said bacon, at, when I said bacon at three, I wanted to see a reaction because I felt like you were going to throw me out of the room. Yeah, it was my dude. When we had this list, I was like, "Well, it's got to be bacon." That's always what I want for breakfast. Numero three, baby. Uh, Sam, let's get out of here. What is your pick of the week? Oh, real quick, no CGC spotlight again this week. Sam has he's very yeah, pissed. I'm being calm. I don't want that bad mouth. They're just getting new holders. I will just say that. So we'll calm. just go right to the on. pick of the week before we get out of here. Pick of the week, something. If you just you need to laugh, just tired of the shit. Just get get a fucking laugh and just hopefully you don't get offended. Bill Burr's new fucking special. I didn't even know he was dropping it. Paper Tiger. I put on Netflix. I saw it. I haven't watched it yet. I'm super psyched. I didn't even see it. Tr- I just stayed away for all the things he released on Instagram. I was, I went in. Let's go. And he takes you for a night, like a, a nice Bill Burr journey. I think this could be his best work. Really, um, his first two are unbelievable. When, when you get me belly laughing, like you get me laughing where 
my dog got nervous. Like, he started jumping on me. So, I'm laughing. Like, like Maniscalco laughing? Just, dude, honestly, he hits you what I think, like, three, four, you're, you're going to just shit. Yeah. Bill Burr was on point. He touched on Michelle Obama's book tour. Uh, <clears throat> Brian Cranston, Stephen Hawking. Dude, he was freaking great. Bill Burr on Netflix, an hour and seven minutes. Paper Tiger, check it out. Mine, I'm going to stick with my theme of going with music. Um, I just, I love Spotify, man. And plus it's, uh, I'm such a music lover that I try to bring you new shit, new bands, whatever, every week, but this, I'm going to go back to the well for an old band. Matter of fact, an old record. This is an EP from 2002 that this band actually remastered and re-recorded with new vocals, new, uh, uh new instruments, everything. So it's a, it's basically the old record, but in 2019, Sam, you and I moshed to this record in your basement over and over again from the depths of dreams. The EP from census fail. Wow. The first EP they Holy ever released shit. has been remastered in 2019 and it sounds better than ever. And it's really, really? good. I, I still think the original sound good. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, okay. The original is excellent. I love what they did with the, the vocals in this. The vocals might, might turn some people off because it's buddy. But in stereo, it's very weird. Is it? It's very weird. But you got to kind of get used. Well, to I'm that. gonna see if they have it right now on, on uh, Apple Music. I'll download this bad boy right now. It, it's so. What's much it fun. called? From the depths of dreams, and it, it's just oh, they it's... didn't put remaster on it. I said it was remastered, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, got it. It's so good. So any census fail fans out there, especially old time ones like Sam and I, 17 years listening to this band, literally moshing in his basement in 2002. To census fail running. Yeah, but that's that's his 03, that ain't it, right? Uh but that well that's the new cover of it. That's the new that's the cover to the new one. So it might be I Oh maybe it is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Because so. it's down here it says Tales of Art. That's the old cover too. So right there. That's yeah. the old cover. So it probably is. Yeah, the it new says one. Pure Noise Records. Yeah, that's yeah, the new it. one. All right, cool. I'm yeah, because the old one was drive through. So yeah, give that a shot. Um, but yeah, everybody else, give that a shot too. So Bill Burr's new special, and from the depths of dreams remastered from Census Fail. There's our picks of the week. That is episode one fifty one. Sam, thanks for taking the grueling drive over here of two and a half. The things minutes. I do for this podcast. We'll be back next week with episode one fifty two. Muppets, you have been deleted. <laughs>